words. You know, the Proverbs says the tongue has the power of what? Life and death. You know, my prayer, and it's the words of the song you just heard, is let my words be life and let my words be true. I don't want to say a word unless it points back to you, Lord. You know, that's, that's a prayer I have for all of us. You know, we're uh, continuing this series, Think Different. And today we're going to look at a little thing that will make a big difference in your life. You know, oftentimes it is the little things that no one notices that result in the really big things that, that we want in life. And last week we talked about that that's why our thoughts matter so much. Because your thoughts will influence your words. And your words, well, they influence your actions. And your actions create habits in your life which determine which direction you go, determine your destination. And today what I want to do is I want to focus on the power of a word. You know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Words are incredibly powerful. And the words that we speak in our lives can be life-giving, or the words that we speak can be life-taking. See, words are powerful. And here's kind of the thought for the day, is if you want to change your life, you need to change the words that you speak. You know, James, the brother of Jesus, he said it this way. He says, We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth, and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. A small bit can move a large horse. A small rudder can turn a very huge ship. It says, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. The fact is, words can move a crowd to do good things, but words also can incite rebellion, set a fire that causes great destruction. Words have the power of life and death. Friends, you show me a marriage that's struggling, and I guarantee you that you will find a lot of life-taking words being said. On the other hand, you show me a marriage that is flourishing, and you will find an abundance of life-giving words in that context. I want you to think about someone that you don't like being around. Do not point, okay? Okay. But maybe that person makes you feel small, unimportant. You know, maybe it's a boss, maybe it's a coworker that just drives you crazy. But I want you to think about them, and there's a good chance 
that you will find an abundance of life-taking words that they speak. On the other hand, I want you to think about someone that you love to be around, that you realize when you're around them, you feel better, you feel more energized. I guarantee you, you will find life-giving words that are being spoken. See, the tongue has power. The tongue has the power of life and death in it. Proverbs says this, the words of, a, of the reckless pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Someone can say a word to you or give you a word, and it tears you down. Or, or, or they can give you a word at the right time, in the right moment, and it builds you up and encourages you, and you go, man, I really needed that. It's the power of words. Proverbs says the soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. And everybody here has had a time where they experienced this, when someone said a word that, that was life-taking. You know, they crushed your spirit in some way. And this can be as simple as just somebody offhandedly going, what what were you thinking? You know, did you really mean to do that? You know, sure, I meant to walk into the wall. You know, it's like, I mean, words can cut you, can't they? You're worthless. <laughs> you don't matter. Words can pierce you, just like a sword. But words can also build you up, can't they? I'm proud of you. You know, I'm glad that you're in my life. Way to go. Life-giving words are healing to the soul. And so last week, I had you audit your thought life. And so what I want to do this week is audit the words you say. And this is kind of a two-fold assessment in that I want you to, to take a look at the words that you say all right, that you say to other people. I want you to think this past week, just think back, and the words that you spoke, were they words that were life-taking? I mean, did you say something like, well, that was stupid. You can't get anything right. See, those are life-taking words. Or, or were your words more life-giving. You know, you're awesome. Hey, thanks, that, that helped a lot. You know, you're, you're a great person. Appreciated that. Be honest with yourself for j just a moment. And I know some of you are going, well, th this isn't a big deal. I mean, it's a little thing. Is it? I mean, is it? This little thing has big ramifications in life. What you say, the words you speak, are very, very, very important. Now I want you to take a look at the words that you say to yourself, all right? This is the inner conversation that happens in your head. I mean, do you say a lot of life-taking words? 
guess I'll always struggle. I'll never get a break in life. I I can't do that. I'm not capable. Are those the kind of words you say to yourself? Or or do you tend to say life-giving things? I mean, this is really, really hard, but I can do it. You know, God's with me and God's for me. Today is a new day and it's full of opportunities and I'm going to seize them. I mean, assess yourself. Do you say more life-taking or life-giving words? And my guess is, if we're all honest, we all have room for improvement in this area. You know, we can make some changes. And so... When you make those changes, I mean, how how are you going to do it? Because if you're honest in your assessment, you go, okay, I need to do this. It'll make a big difference. It'll make a big difference in your life. Your words, do not be mistaken, have the power of life and death. Now, here's a couple, what I'll say uh, are very powerful rules so that you have life-giving words in your life. And here's the first rule. And uh, Cindy's mom, uh, she had this philosophy. If you can't say anything helpful, what? Don't say it at all. Now, my version would be keep your mouth shut. The Apostle Paul says this. He says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what's helpful, here we go, for building others up according to their needs, that it may be beneficial to those who listen. If that doesn't convict you on some level, well, you're not reading and not listening, would be my guess. It is a simple rule and a simple thing to do. The fact is, if, if some of you would just simply apply this rule today to your marriage, to your parenting, to your work relationships, to your friendships, it would absolutely change that area of your life, period. If you can't say something helpful, simple rule. It's very direct. It's very, very clear. And if you do that, it will pay in high, high, high dividends. Here's the second rule. If you think something good... Say it. Say it. Open your mouth and give it life. You know, anytime you think something good about someone, about God, about yourself, about a circumstance, about an opportunity, give it life by saying it. Share it. You know, Proverbs says nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words. For they release sweetness to our soul and inner healing to our spirits. And I want you to notice 
that does not say think beautiful thoughts. Think life-giving thoughts. It says the fact is thoughts don't help anyone. If I have good thoughts about you, do my thoughts help you? No. I mean, they don't, they don't help you unless I say it. And, and when, when I set my thoughts free, they have the power at that moment to bless someone, to give life to someone. But they have to be said. You know, I'm, I'm very, very thankful that I had the parents that I had. They were very encouraging in my life. And I've often thought, I, I don't believe I'd be where I am today if they hadn't said the words that they said to me that breathed life into me. I remember numerous occasions, you know, they, they go, Damon, you're really good at that. You, you can do it. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. You know, God's gifted you this way. Keep at it. Keep going. And, and what happened was those little deposits of, I'll call it hope, they were seeds in my life that later would sprout. They became a harvest at some point. They were words that were life-giving. So anytime, anytime you think something good about someone, you say it, you release it. You know, it, it is sweetness in someone's life. I, I was talking to a guy, this was a while back, but he'd been a part of a church that I served years ago. And we got talking, kind of reminiscent, and he said, hey, I don't know if you remember, but that night after ball, he said, uh, we were playing hoops, and uh, we got talking, and he said, it was a time when, he said, I made a lot of mistakes, I was really down, and he said, you noticed it for some reason. He said, you just started, he said, I'm not even sure why, but you just started saying stuff to me, good things about me. And he said, you just ran them off one after another after another. He said, you must have told me a dozen things, you know, how I was gifted and why I mattered and things I was really good at. And he said, I was so down. He said, I was thinking about taking my life. And he said, I just want you to know that conversation changed my life. And I'll be honest, it kind of set me back for a moment because I, I had no idea that things were that dire for him. No clue. But when he got done, I, I just kept thinking, what if I hadn't said those words? Words are powerful. Words have the power of life and death. When you think something good, positive, encouraging, say it, say it, text it, you know, post it, write, write a, a note, you know, pick up the phone, call them, say, I want to meet you for lunch so you can say it face to face, friends. Give the gift of life 
to the people around you. It's a powerful thing. Make it a rule in your life. You want to change a relationship. Every time you think something good, do not hold it back. Just say it. Give them the gift of life. And not just other people, but say it to yourself. Some of you, let's just be honest, some of you say a lot of negative junk to yourself. Life-taking words. And I just want to go, stop it. Quit. Quit doing it. You know, a very, very low point in David's life, he feared that he was going to be stoned to death. And Scripture records, it's in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, it says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but I need encouragement sometimes. And I encourage myself. And I preach to myself. God, I know you'll give me the strength to get through this. Lord, I, I know your hand's on me. You know, help me so that I can see that you're working in this situation for good in my life. See, I, I keep pushing. And every now and then, friends, you have to encourage yourself with words of affirmation. Encourage yourself. I mean, not just in what you can do, but what God can do in and through you. Encourage yourself in things of the Lord. You want to see it? Say it. Now, I am not talking about name-it-claim-it theology, all right? Let's get that clear. What I'm talking about is the things that you say to yourself, are they consistent with the truth in God's word? See, Lord, I believe that you'll bless my labors. God, I know that, that you'll strengthen my marriage. Say what you want to see in your life because words have power. Words have power. The book of Ezekiel, God uh, said to Ezekiel, he was looking at a, a valley of just a bunch of bones. And God said to him, he says, prophesy to the dead bones. Speak to the dry bones. God did not say, hey, talk about the dry bones. You know? God said, speak to them. Address them. And so Ezekiel, he sees the dry bones and he spoke. And he spoke what the Lord told him to speak. He says, the Lord says... I will breathe life into you. And once again, you will live. And guess what? He spoke and they came to life. You want to see it? Say it in your life. God, I believe you're going to open up a door, an opportunity for me. God, I believe that you're going to work in this area of my life if I give it my best. You know, God, I believe 
that you're going to help us get out of debt. God, I believe that you will bless this sacrifice that I put before you. God, I I believe that you're going to give me strength to get through this. I know it's difficult, but with you, I can. You want to see it in your life, you begin saying it. You know, if you want to change your world, change your words. You have to. Why? Words have power. They always have. And I know for some of you, you struggle here. You don't even realize that you're saying life-taking things. And here's, here's a way to help you expose your stuff and figure out if it's life-giving or life-taking. After you make some statement, you know, that you're saying over and over to yourself, just add a little phrase to it, all right? And that's the way I want it. So you're talking to yourself, all right? And I'm such a loser. My life's always going to suck. Here we go. And that's the way I want it. That addition, it's kind of jarring, isn't it? What? That's not what I want. Your marriage is challenging. And so you start venting to yourself. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of everything. I mean, this probably isn't going to work out anyway. And this is just awful. And here we go. And that's the way I want it. Do you? See, that addition makes it kind of glaring that it's a life-taking situation that you're voicing to yourself. Words are powerful. And I believe with that addition added, hopefully you realize your words need to change. They need to shift. And so when the marriage gets challenging, the relationship, you're like, God, help me to surrender my heart. You know, bring healing to our marriage. And that's the way we want it. See, it helps you find life-giving words too. Just that little addition. It'll help you identify which is which. My point is thoughts matter. Thoughts matter. Because why? Because our thoughts become words. And our words matter because they become actions in our life. And your actions matter because they become the habits that you live by. And your habits matter because whatever you do repeatedly over time will determine the direction you go in your life. And ultimately, it will determine who you become. The life you have. Little changes you make in the words you speak can make a huge, huge difference in life. You know, the the first week I challenged you to focus on one thing, you know, to seek God and ask God for one word that would kind of direct you this year. And then last week I challenged you to come up with one thought, to just ask God to give you one thought, a thought that will kind of refine you, get you moving in the right direction, And this week, 
I want you to come up with one statement. It's a statement that you're going to say over and over and over to yourself every day because that statement will begin to drive you and guide you and kind of hardwire you, so to speak. And I, I know some of you, you're already down the pike and you're going, well, can, can my thought be my statement? I don't know, maybe. But I want to be very, very clear here. Your thought cannot remain your thought. You have to say it. Give it life. Not only do you think about it, not only do you think about what's good and lovely and pure and admirable and excellent, but you give them life by saying them, by taking life-giving thoughts and making them life-giving words in your life. Now, I told you I sought God, and this was back before Thanksgiving, and God gave me the word just strength kept coming to mind. And, and the verse that I kept gravitating to is up here, Isaiah, enlarge the side of your tent. Let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. And I thought a long time now about strength. You know, what it means, hundreds of times, different, different ways. And as I've thought about what it means to, to strengthen this or that in my life or here at church, the thought that echoes is stretch, stretch, because it pushes me. And so here, here's my statement now. God will give me the strength to do this, whatever it is. And so every time I step into it, I'm just going to remember that. You know, I want to be stronger. I want to be stronger mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually. I want the church to be stronger because the work that we have ahead of us is more important than, than ever. And so as I take those steps to strengthen whatever it is, you know, some area in my life, I have this thought that whispers, stretch stretch. See, it raises questions for me. How do I stretch this? How do I strengthen this? It helps guide me. It, it defines things for me. And then as I start the process of changing something, Lord, I know this needs to be changed. I know that I need to stretch here. I want this area of my life to be stronger. I, Lord, I know this is going to be hard, and I know there's challenges ahead that it's going to be very challenging. But I know Christ will give me the strength to do it. And that's the way I want it. See, life-giving words. And, and the beautiful thing here is when things get difficult, and they will, when they get challenging, when, when I, I get weary and weak at some point, those words help guide me. They, they remind me what's important. They encourage me. They strengthen me in, in my life. 
you know, one statement that, that's life-giving. You've got to find it. The words you speak are powerful. You want to change your life, change the words you speak. And I guarantee you that little thing becomes really big in the thing that you want. Do not let unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Don't let life-taking stuff come out. Only words that are helpful, that build up, that benefit others. Your words matter. You want to change your world, you change your words. Psalmist says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. Lord, may we glorify you with the words we say. May, may our words improve our relationships. May our words encourage others. May our words set a straight path for us. May our words be acceptable in your sight, Lord. You know, may our words make us more like Jesus. I mean, that's the way I want it. Is that the way you want it? Words are powerful. Do not miss that. We need words that are uplifting for those around us, those we work with, go to school with, our neighbors, and ourselves. Words have the power of what? Life and death. You get to choose. You get to choose. Let's bow in a word of prayer together. Our holy God, God, we praise you. God, I pray that the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart, that our thoughts, our words, Lord, they'd be acceptable in your sight. You're our Redeemer. God, you strengthen us. God, I pray that uh, we'd breathe life with the things we say wherever we go. And God, forgive us when our words are life-taking. When they damage, when they hurt, when they wound. God, may our words be true. May our words always point people back to you. God, we give you the glory with all we say and do. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. And God's people said, let's prepare ourselves for communion at this time.